Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It podcast. I'm your host, GB. Just before I introduce my guest today, I'd like to give a very special shout out to the Park Tavern in Southend-on-Sea, as we're currently recording today's interview live in person. I would actually highly recommend visiting this pub if you're in the area, as they offer live music, karaoke, sports and TV, tasty food, great customer service, good atmosphere, low prices, and even events for the families, including wrestling. Shout out to DK Academy, who also hosts their well-received shows at the Park Tavern. What more can you ask for? Today's guest is a pro wrestler, an entertainer, Mr. Vintage, 92, the idol of the barmaid. I love that part. Please welcome Champagne Charlie. How you doing today, mate? You're good? I'm really good. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm looking forward to this. No problem at all. It's a small world. It is a small world. It the is, fact yeah. that we are actually from the same town. So we actually arranged to do this interview not long ago. And, you know, kind of meet in the middle. We found a pub that we actually are both aware of. Absolutely. And it's just that we, you, when you messaged me for this, you yeah. know I mean? Obviously, I'd, I'd seen I'd seen your, your podcast on Instagram and YouTube mm-hmm. and everything. But we, it was just amazing that when we started talking, that exactly how close we actually yeah. were. So it was just the weirdest. It's scary. Yeah. And we're not just saying this like, for the sake of it, but we have actually never really interacted with each other either. No, but we know similar people yep. as well. So, yep. Yeah. I've had people like you know, friends with in the business mm. on the show as well. Although, actually, tell a lie, I did meet you, Wembley. Yeah, very, 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 very briefly. Though. I didn't actually know who you were at the time. I didn't actually know you were from South End. But to say this, because we're all wrestling fans, I can get away with it. But we uh, scissored. Yeah. Are <laughs> <laughs> you talking about We're doing it right now. <laughs> that is for the acclaim. That's not us being weird. But uh, it was a great show, fantastic show. But we're not here to talk about all in. Yes. We're actually here to uh, discover the career of Champagne Charlie. But before we do that, we do need to rewind the clocks mm-hmm. and discover what made you a wrestling fan. I remember this very, very well. What made me a wrestling fan was I was about eight or nine years old, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my cousin, uh, Ryan, who's uh, a few years older than me, I remember I used to go around to his um, to his house on a Friday. And this is back, uh, back in the early 2000s, they used to show Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. on Sky Sports on a Friday. You yeah, know, and uh, so I would go down there, and he sat me down, and we started watching uh, Raw. And I remember the first ever match I ever watched. It was uh, it was this was early two thousand one, like I said. So this was uh, I remember seeing Right to Center come out. You know, yeah, yeah, underrated um, gimmick, mate. Yeah, underrated, yeah. All, yeah, the uh, you know, you know, Steve Richards, Val Venus, uh, Good Father, all we can. all four of them come out, and they they start you know, doing their preachy mm-hmm. stuff in the ring. And then this big explosion comes out. Out walking side by side come the Undertaker and Kane. Wow. That was the moment I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, you know I mean? you yeah, yeah. Like, just, yeah, just those two presents there, and they came down to me, and they beat the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, think that's when like White Sense were kind of on the way out. Yeah, like, in, in the 2000s, they were like pretty much at the peak. They were oh, yeah. tag team champions, but you had the brothers destruction as well. Yeah. But like for you to see that vision is like yeah. as a kid. Um, from that, I started watching more. My cousin used to tape things for yeah. me. But then uh, my dad, against, against his will, bought me a couple of uh, videos as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the first video I got was uh, SummerSlam '99, actually. So yeah, it was uh, that was that was a good show. In yeah. Itself. yeah, Triple H, Foley, and Austin made yeah. it. Jesse Ventura, I'm a fucking man. Yes, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> but it's all good. It's all good though. So you kind of grew up with the attitude there then. Yeah, it's the mid mid to late attitude. Era, yeah. As it came out. But obviously, when I started getting more into it, I went back and watched uh, mm. more of it. You know, and uh, also watched some WCW because WCW wasn't really shown in the UK. That's the thing. Yeah, it wasn't you, like you, if you get, maybe you get Nitro. If you're yeah, lucky. if you have to really look hard though. Mm. So if you found like a WCW VHS. Uh, Virgin Megastore was showing the rage that's all these yes, shops. Yeah. And uh, if you found a tape, oh wow, it's always not WWE logo. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, oh it's but rest of that, it's cool. Oh, I remember him. He was in yeah. WWE, like Macho Man or yeah. Diesel or Hulk Hogan, even. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, you know, you'd see, you know, Sting was very noticeable, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously oh, he looked yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. He's still going. Yeah. So, just to establish um, how you became a wrestling fan, but I want to know just before you would become Champagne Charlie. I wonder where did you begin your training? Well, here's the thing. I'd wanted to get into wrestling years and years before, but mm-hmm. as you probably know, British wrestling in the in the in the nineties didn't didn't really exist. You know, nah. I mean, it was pretty much you know floundering, dead on his ass. You yeah, know, pretty much gone. World sport had know, been uh, terminated in the eighties. Exactly. There were wrestling schools around, but they did, here's the thing: they didn't really advertise them that well. No. If you know, you know, we didn't. We don't have the social media like you do today. No. You know what I mean? So if you wanted to wrestle, it was very very hard. To find where to wrestle, that mm-hmm. was the thing. So people would do other things, you know, combat sports, you know, to try and pass yeah. time, you know, but, but secretly wanting to wrestle. I know I did. I used to do taekwondo, so I know I used. Really? Uh, yeah, yes, I wanted to do. I wanted to. So you are a fucking hard bastard, then. <laughs> I, I, I really myself. That's all I can say. Um, but then years, in, I might. I wanted to wrestle. My dad was not for it. He yeah. Say you know, you know, son of mine's gonna wrestle, except yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I love my dad very much, but he's pretty tight on that. Yeah. Stuff. Anyway, years and years passed. I finally left, because I'm originally from Salford. I left mm-hmm. Salford, moved down here for work purposes. Uh, and um, I started going to a couple of local shows around. And um, a friend of mine, um, you know, who I went with the shows with, he, he started doing training. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he calls me one day and says, hey, what are you doing today? Well, not much. Why? Get your gym gear. Come with me uh, to this place. Right. So we go on the train. We go to Chafford 100, and we're picked up in a car by uh, another wrestler. Mm-hmm. And Chafford uh, 100, uh, for the Essex people, near Lakeside. Yeah, near Lakeside, yeah. yes. And we go to Perfleet, which is just over the bridge, you know, yeah. past Lakeside. And uh, I get there, and we're at this gym, and outside, this is the hot sunny, so outside there's a bunch of guys assembling a ring. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, okay, I know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good friend there. So that was that at the time when you went there. Was that when it was Dropkicks? That was Dropkicks Academy yeah. of Wrestling, or CKW as it's now mm-hmm. you shortened. But still, yeah. that stands for the same thing: Dropkicks Wrestling, Dropkicks Academy, etc. So yeah, it's a pretty much the same thing. I went there once. I must have been or oh, eighteen or nineteen. I actually got lost. Mm. To be fair, originally I went there once, and uh, yeah, there's a reason why I'm doing the interview and you're the wrestler. Yeah. I respect anyone who does it, but I just, I just couldn't do it, man. It's oh, me. Oh, oh, believe me, I didn't. And there was a lot of people who didn't think I was going to make it. That's the actual truth. You can talk to some people mm. who've said that, and I've. But, Elaborate on this. Why? When the people used to meet me for the first time, I'm not someone you just look at and automatically assume wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, you, you they people have a certain stereotype in their head yeah. of what. A wrestler is supposed to look like. I think what it is, I think people are still fascinated by the look of the 80s, yeah. where it was like the hawking specimen yeah. and, uh, 
and stuff like that. But some people don't seem to realize, you know, how things have changed. You get wrestlers of all it's different sizes, yeah, yeah, all different sizes, body yeah. types. You know what I mean? And yeah, so it's it is. Mm. It, it, people are still fixated with body, like with Diana um, in AEW. Oh yeah, Just, fuck off. Mm. Honestly, look yourself in the mirror, for God's sake. I actually was going to say about you, know, I thought you'd be a businessman. Yeah. So when I first met um, Charlie before recording, I was like, hey, yeah. So you got meeting after this? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. a it's a compliment, don't worry. I like, to, I, like, to, I like to present myself in a certain yeah. way. Everyone's different, that's the thing. So. Yeah, I'm just a bit, uh, like I'm from a 90s hip-hop video at the moment. Yeah. But some people uh, didn't think I would, like, I would last six months, yeah. you know what I mean? And there are some people, you know, they sometimes they make little quips, you know, mm -hmm. like you know, because okay, I I don't I don't do flips. Yeah, that's fine. You know, what I mean, I'm not comfortable doing that kind of stuff. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I may not I don't have the best body, which is fine. You know, what I mean, that's just you know, you you, you just I do what I can to keep in shape anyway. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's a, these little things sometimes. You know, some sometimes you have your people so stuck in their ways. Yeah, exactly. But look at some of the best. Mick Foley, yeah, Dusty Rhodes, yeah, even like today, like Eddie Kingston. I know, yeah. like some people don't like him. I think people just kind of jump on the bandwagon with that. Mm. But he's still a star, and he still cuts good promos, and you believe okay. in him. Uh, look, I, listen, there, there was a few family members who I told I was I was wrestling, and mm -hmm. they didn't, and they 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 laughed about it. The actual truth, yeah, because I was a in my family, I was I was a black sheep. Okay, yeah, that all the all my family in Salford. Now Salford is basically back in the nineties was one of those places where. If you had dreams or aspirations, don't bother with it. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are tradesmen, which is which mm. is fine. You know what I mean? But I just wanted to, I wanted to do something different. Yeah, I, I loved you know acting or stuff like that. And then wrestling came along. Yeah. You know? And so you know they would say, oh, you can't you you can't get into wrestling. They're about four times your size. They'll kill you. And a few people uh, who I well won my first championship. I sent them a picture of me with a belt going like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Have that. Yeah. <laughs> if you can find that photo for me, by the way, yeah. please share it. Yeah, That'd be great. Yeah. Um, when did you make your official in-ring debut? Okay, so my first official in-ring debut. Now, I'm trying to now, but I have had. I will. I'll pay for it. I have had a couple of gimmicks before, which didn't necessarily work. Yeah. But my so my first in-ring debut was in a battle royal or a rumble match, which most things are. Yeah. I was on a different gimmick back then, which I didn't see as an in-ring character. I started off doing managing first because. I was better on the mic than I was in the ring at the time. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to find a place to fill fill somewhere. You know, they had a guy who, who was okay at talking, but not great at the time. So they put me with him, mm -hmm. you know, to try and he didn't here's the thing. He like I said, he was a good talker. He didn't need, you know, um a mouthpiece. But I think he, I, I was put with him to try and reel him, reel him in a little bit until mm -hmm. he found himself. Uh do you want to know who that was? Hey. Or, that was uh, Jordan Saeed. Really? Yeah. Shout out to him. I met him last year, actually, at Close In Promise. Yeah, great. You know, man who's doing great things. Yeah, yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah. I did not know that. Fair enough, fair enough. I might have mentioned that because I think I'm going to be back there this year. Mm. Um, I can tell you do have to get to the gap, though. Yeah. Like, I've heard some stuff with you and John Scott. Oh, uh, yeah. John's network. Shout out to him. Good friend of the show. Just a good friend. Yeah, he's a great, great, uh, great interviewer, yeah. Did you find with the promos, I will touch the rest as well, so, but I think promos have become a bit of a lost art, in my opinion. Oh, and I think yeah. you're going to agree with that. Absolutely. But I want to know from your point of view and just how you improve your own speaking skills. Um, did you find any influence? Did you find yourself watching any promos or even outside of wrestling? Well, there's a couple of things. One thing, one thing that helps is my, is my background in theatre. That's one yeah. thing I think that helps. You know, because you're able to present and uh, and articulate is mm -hmm. one thing. But also the promo, you can't really. I don't think you. Should, some people 
free ride their promo, which is fine, but that's not necessarily. I think something has a promo has to be something that's raw that comes mm. from from within. That's the yeah, 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 exactly. Really, because because people can tell when you're being genuine and when you're not. Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't matter what you try and do to hide yourself. You know, people people know. Yeah, that's the thing. So if if you're in the moment of like, say, you've been run down, or you've been uh, you or you've been passed aside many many times, mm -hmm. let those emotions come out in those things. You know, make it something real in the, in that moment in time. And you're right, it is a lost art. I mean, there are some really good people who do promos today. Yeah. But at the same time, you look at some people in the business, I'm not going to point any names out, no. but like in the big leagues, and you, and they're given a certain push, and it's like, huh. Mm. You know what I mean? But uh, that's it. I do feel like character work as well is so important. Don't get me wrong. Yes, you should be able to know what you're doing in the ring. Yeah. 100%. But it's just the, I think it has changed a little bit. Yes. It, everyone's kind of worried about what the fans think online and, the ratings and the opinions and whatever. Yeah. And fair enough, if that's how you work, that's absolutely fine. But I think the character work, in terms of selling the merch, creating that story and that emotion, it's just as important yeah, it is. as your technique as well. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's, we're, doing, we're entertaining people mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, 100% agree, mate, 100% agree. As you explained, like, before you became Champagne Charlie, you know, you had a few gimmicks and stuff, but this is who you are. Yeah. If you had to explain to a wrestling fan who hadn't seen you before, who exactly you are. Champagne Charlotte is the life and the soul of the park. You know, I come in, I dance around, I have fun. You know, you, you, so what, what happens at most parties, particularly in the North, you, right, you, you arrive, you have a drink, you have fun, probably mm. smash somebody and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty much Champagne Charlie in a nutshell. Just wants a good time, got your own theme song. Oh, yes. Theme yeah. brilliant, but yeah, tell Nathan, me a bit more about Nathan, it. Nathan, Nathan Leach, you know, who uh, composed that yeah. uh, song. He writes and composes and also sings the tracks that's if you want vocals on it. and it's not just me he's done it for he's, really yeah, he's done uh i thought it was like a mix of an old song or something oh, or... no he did it himself he, he done, yeah, yeah, he did shout it out to yeah. him so amazingly yeah he, he also he's also done you know compositions for um uh vicky yeah shout out to her she's been on the show before yeah, uh, andros j another yeah. one as well he's done a couple of others as well i believe but yeah 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 but that's the thing I'll, I'll, I'll plug this right now anyone who wants uh their own because sometimes you get hit with um, what's the copyright thing if you use a, a, an audience. Yes, you do. Yeah, so, you do. Yeah. I know that. So, you know, if you, if you, if you want uh, you know, to get your own uh, theme, Nathan Leach is your guy. That's, yeah. that's what I'll say right now. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Shout out to Nathan Leach. Yeah. So, we've established your debut. We've established the training and the journey that you've yeah. been on. So, I want to know just before I go to the QA, because I've got a lot of questions for you, my man. <laughs> Champagne Charlie, you are very popular, and some of these questions are phenomenal. So I'm, I still find it surprising sometimes. You know what I mean? Because you know, like you're, you're a popular guy. Like I've seen you work. Like you just want to go out there, have a good time. The fans are on your side. Yeah. I mean, the theme song, the entrance. You go out there, you give it your all, and you just want to cheer for you. You are a likable character, and I feel like that is you. Just enhance a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. And I do apologize. I was actually going to bring the, uh, <laughs> the champagne today, but I didn't have enough time. So I, you do not be the host. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I was um, going to say it's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> at the time recording, just uh, a little insight for the people that are going to be listening to this episode. This has been done at 10.42 a.m. Yeah. On a Saturday morning. Yeah. And neither of us are hangover. So, not yeah. over, hangover. You get the point. Yeah, you get the point. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I am. I don't know. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not this week. So, give me some of your personal highlights. Personal highlights. Okay, so my one of my personal highlights. Obviously, me. Everyone remembers their first match. Like yes. I said, you know, 
It may suck, but you still remember it. So that was one. The uh, like I said, one of my previous games, I wrestled a guy called um, Laser Lagden, and mm-hmm. he was a you know, real, real pleasure to work with. He doesn't really wrestle anymore, sadly, uh, but uh, you know he was really, really good yeah. when he was when he was that. That's amazing. He really, really, really took you know, you know really, really taught me very well. You know, mm-hmm. which was very, very, very kind of him. Um, I remember uh, my fir- my first championship victory was which was at M- on Mortal Wrestling. Oh, nice! Yeah, the Mortal Wrestling Fighting Championship. Yeah. I beat uh, Frankie T and Amber Joe to win that title. Mm-hmm. Match on YouTube, by the way. I would uh, suggest people going out the way to watch it. It's a fun match. Oh yes, and uh, that was um, you know that was it, I was very very flattered that you know that they they gave me the opportunity mm-hmm. to be the champion and. I had a lot. I had I had to change a few things when I became champion because at the time we just not long come out of pandemic. You know what I mean? When when we did that, I was in terrible cardiovascular shape. I can I can you know take shots to myself. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you know I, when I became champion, I made some changes. I ended up losing twenty pounds, which is pretty good. So I went around up and down the country and I, and I defended the mm. title. Yeah, five hundred eighty-one days. Was you? Uh... Yeah, so just to touch on this, because I've been told from a few people yeah. how they know you. They've seen you around Southend. Yes. With the title belt. Yeah. My own fucking barber knows this guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, I respect yeah. it. So, yeah. that's, that's going back to what you said earlier. Like, we should know each other. Oh, yeah. That's the mental thing. Like, everyone in Southend, they know me. We should have been friends like years I know. Before, no, right? so, just, yeah. But we're going to make up for the uh, the time that we oh, definitely. should have spent yeah. together as friends and talk about wrestling and yeah. doing this earlier. It's going to get messy after this. So, yeah. <laughs> like you said, it's 12 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> But the fact that self-promotion as well, I love that, mate. I love that. It's just like, there's a guy walking around the bell. Do you know? Like, I think his name's Champagne Charles. I'm like, no, mate, no. <laughs> and it was my first time seeing you last year. It was um, Prodigy. Yes, Prodigy, yes. You didn't get the win, unfortunately, though. No, no, I didn't. So, but, so, yeah, but the guys, guys uh, Prodigy, you know, gave me an opportunity, you know, which, haven't, which, haven't, which I'm grateful for. Anytime a new company comes along yeah. and they give me a call, mm-hmm. it's 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 both an honour and a privilege because it means we trust you yep. to you know, entertain on this yeah. show. So, it's a, it's a great, it's great. Yeah. Thing. We're going to put you on the posters. Literally, like another thing as well. When I, um, oh, what was it? I think it was the other day when I was in Bedford, coming back from Bedford. Yeah. And then um, I had to stop at Benfleet. I see a poster of this man. <laughs> um, I see a poster. Sorry, because why I'm pointing, people don't realize I'm actually talking about you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just like, I had to take a photo. I was like, he's everywhere. My, one of my friends who's not in wrestling actually called me the other day. He goes, I saw your poster. He goes, I see your ugly face everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Can't escape you, man. Can't escape yeah. you. Uh, but no, it's been a good chat there. What I'm going to do is, I don't think I've had so many questions before for a guest when it comes to the Q&A. So okay. Are you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. So let's go. Let's go. <clears throat> so great guest, by the way. He uh, appeared on the show and now has become a friend. Gareth Angel Thompson. Shout out to that man. Yeah. We'd like to know, who do you still want to face that could realistically happen? Oh, realistically, I think. Definitely want to face uh, Gareth Angel, though. We've talked mm. about it, working together at some point. You know, listen, whoever they put in front of me, I will wrestle. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is the actual truth. Um, I'd love to get the opportunity to, re- to wrestle someone who's either worked for one of the big companies, you know, yeah. like, like someone who used to be WWE or yeah. something. I mean, the guys behind Closed Doors Wrestling, which is in, uh, I think, Southampton, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, they usually had that guy, Roger Sears, face one of your former guests, uh, Eric Young. Ah, oh, To get that kind of rub, to work with someone yeah. that's kind of uh, 
you know, the being in yeah, with them. Exactly, would be a privilege. And not only that, to learn as well. Yeah, One person who I've learned from, we, we, I've never wrestled him, but I've met him and we did the same thing. Someone asked me in my early career. He's mm-hmm. a great guy. Joe Legend. Joe Legend. You know, he, oh, yeah, Joey yeah. Legend. Joey Legend, yeah. yeah. He's Richard kind. I believe he lives out in Germany these days. Yes. Now, but he's he's someone I'd love to uh, yeah. I'd love to wrestle, you know what I mean? So, hey, sort of throwback. Uh, I remember yeah. him as uh, just Joe. Yeah, Joe, yeah. It was like they didn't really explain the gimmick very well. Nah, it was just talk, basically a nosy fucker. But he, that was if, if you think of who, the people who he grew up in the business, like, Edge, he were Christian, Christian Rhino, exactly. You know what I mean? so, and then they throw that gimmick. And he's uh, he's still got. It. I've seen. I saw one of his matches recently. Yeah, he can still go. Yeah, George Mentor. I used to go to a lot of shows as a kid. Never saw him live. No, nah. and he used to be on a lot of shows in the oh, UK. Yeah. Never saw him once live. Did you did you watch that corniest hell celebrity wrestling that happened back in two thousand? Oh my god, Dino Brown. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, Randy Piper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was atrocious. Yeah, it was. Uh, awful. I asked I asked him about that. I asked yeah. him because Dino was on one of the coaches. Yeah. yeah, and he said, "Yeah, I said to him when you did that show, did you know who the fuck any of the celebrities were?" <laughs> and he goes, "He goes, well, I knew who Victoria Silver." Yeah. yeah. He goes, and what was that guy's name? Because the guy who fucked Diana or James Tewitt. <laughs> yeah, so he wasn't really taxed. Yeah, so yeah. I don't remember any slaves. I remember like Delo, uh, so that is kind of a strong word. <laughs> so people that were bored. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, that's going back. That oh, is. That is um, yeah. I'm going to have to pinch that off. Absolutely, yeah. to be fair. Um, I don't know where you can watch it. I think it's been deleted from history. <laughs> Thank you. For a fucking purpose. Yeah. So thank you very much, Gary, for that question. Michael Anderson is asking, who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Surprisingly, I've not actually asked that. So this is a difficult one. Obviously, my first favorite, first favorite when I first I, I said because I mentioned Undertaker was Kane. It would mm-hmm. just be a lot of the other mask and stuff like that. And just and back then he was yo know, gigantic. Yeah. You know I mean? But then I but then as time I got into more into the uh, like the flamboyant characters, you know, mm-hmm. Macho Man, yeah. Ric Flair. So yeah, the, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. But Ric, Ric Flair in particular, I mean so yeah. So those I I, I don't really have one necessary favorite, but I am a I'm a big fan I was a big fan of the over the top yeah. you know personas, you know, where it was okay for guys to be flamboyant, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because that's one thing I have always described myself as not only as a wrestler but in my day to day life. I am quite flamboyant with the mm-hmm. way I come across, do you know what I mean? And some people don't know where to place me, you know what I mean? So, but what, so when I first saw, started seeing people like, you know, Flair and stuff, I was like, ah, you yeah. know what I mean? So it was just, yeah. Oh, I'm going to take a bit of that, take a bit of macho. Yeah, yeah. Maybe somehow incorporate a bit of cane. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably just, you know, being a bit bigger, that kind of thing, you know, because I'm a heavyweight wrestler. That's yeah. So, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, you got good taste, by the way. So, Denise St. George. Wants yes. to know who would you love as your tag team? I hear something. Oh, well, I've done I've done a couple of tag teams already, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and I'm in one right now. You know? Yeah, I, I would want. I, I think, as you know, I was for two years teamed with Benny Nitro. We were the Champagners. Yeah, together came close to winning the DKW tag title. Sadly, that never happened. And then we ended up feuding against each other. You know, but uh, but, but in all seriousness, you know, the, the two years I had. Uh, you know, teaming with Benny were, were great fun. I'd love Benny's to, good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, like not to say like I'm ignorant wrestling, but I never heard of him before until that show project. Yeah. But I, was, I know about you before. Yeah. Um, but I was like, he's good. He's yeah. I'd love to be able to do something with him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really would. But you know, like I said, you know, who knows what what different parts and stuff. Exactly. But... Uh, my current tag team partner, who's also one of my best friends, uh, Dalton Garrett. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the nomad Dalton Garrett, who's been in the business for over twenty something years. Big super heavyweight, you know, and uh, you know we, we we've traveled 
thousands of miles to go up and down the country. Yeah. You know, I mean, but say he is a you know he's, we, we we wrestle as the, the as the first class, which is great fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and some sometimes we've traveled into some of the northern territories where we're not very well known. So it's, we're going to do places mm. nearly every single time, which is great fun. You know do you mean? find yourself when you go to uh, northern areas like near like you know where you're from originally? Yeah. Do you get cheered? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I, I've only I only started going into the Northern Territories recently, which which back mid. Mm. Like, I love that word. So, oh, say again. Yeah. Northern Territories. Yes. yes. In Territories last year. Yeah. So and so because um now to you I sound Northern, but when I go back home because of my the my voice yeah my as you mentioned we mentioned the off off camera yeah, before yeah. I don't necessarily sound too you know strong Northern accent. So a hint. Yeah, hint. Yeah. So when I go up there, it sounds different to them. So, really? so they think I'm yeah. from here sometimes. So, <laughs> so because of that, they actually boo me up there. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, and this was this was in. I'm from the northwest. This is the northeast where I went mm-hmm. to. So this is like Sheffield area, close to Newcastle, some of those you know uh, areas. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I should say this or not. Um, Go for it. I've been asked to appear at a, a promotion in April called Bolton Town Wrestling, which is, and Bolton is only, I would say, a half hour away from where I grew up in Salford, you know, just outside Manchester. Yeah. And so going up there and actually wrestling amongst my uh, family and friends. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be, it, it's, it, it's one of the things I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go home and wrestle because there are some people there who have actually never seen me wrestle. Yeah, my, my dad. My dad lives in uh, right in in, in Manchester. So in the my entire career, right? I can count. Do you want to know how many times he's seen me wrestle? Oh, just, twice, just twice. Just twice. That's it. <laughs> I, and, I, and I've been wrestling for like eight years. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Oh, if anyone like, sorry, just can't forget this has been called as well. On yeah, video. I, I put zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough, man. It's gonna be that's gonna be quite an emotional time as well. Yeah. Um. Obviously, where you yeah put the finger to him when you had the belt. Yeah. But for you to go back. Established wrestler, really. You know, you've been doing it for a while now. Oh, yeah. For you to be like, it's what I do. Mm. I'm Champagne Charlie. Mm-hmm. Just a few more questions to ask, and we're going to wrap this interview up. Anna Marie Childs has asked, <laughs> I love you laugh that way, yeah. has asked, how has your wrestling journey changed and evolved since you first started? Good question. Well, it's what, 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 What's changed is how people have perceived me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I said, when I first, first, first few years, I wasn't really taken very seriously. Yeah. You know, and I trained at DKW. Uh, I still train at DKW now, but I was trained for the first five years, apart from DKW bookings, because what is, DKW the rule is if you train, you get booked with them, right? Yeah. But then obviously people want to start branching out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get any bookings. I didn't get booked on a lot of shows, you know I mean, before, you know, I tried. I tried to put the feelers out, but no one was interested. And it took one person uh, to give me a, a chance. It was that one person. That was Jay White, who owns, uh, you know, um, you know, I'm not not Jay White as in the you know, uh, you know, uh, Twitch page, yeah. Jay White, <laughs> yeah. who, own, who runs uh, Immortal Wrestling. Yeah, he gave me an opportunity. Yeah, and uh, I remember that. I remember that first match at Immortal. Mm. It was. It was different. It was. Being in a new venue that I've never been before was quite something. Mm. You know, what I mean, being in a new company, seeing how things are run differently. My first match there was against Curtis Elliott. Yeah, and you know, and it was, and from that, I, I started getting more and more bookings here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, and now I feel I'm in a good position where I've earned that kind of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, from my peers. 
where you know, and where people would say, oh, Champagne Charlie, we will work, we'll work with him or we'll yeah. book him. You know what I mean? You know, so now I'm actually on people's minds whilst, <laughs> you know, I couldn't, I couldn't even get a thought on, you know, yeah. a, a few years ago. And you've got following, right? Sorry, yeah. I've got loads of questions. Uh, fortunately, our neighbours actually asked a few more just because we are going to have to wrap this up. Yeah. Just uh, the time we do have to wrap up because the pub itself will be open because it's very busy. Yeah. Part of so We can actually see quite a few yeah. people already queuing up. Yeah. Uh, you might be able to see it on the camera. So I can't see myself, but I can see it in the corner of my eye. So, yeah. <laughs> so I do apologise, XRRT, uh, on Instagram, but maybe next time I'll get your questions answered. But uh, I'm sure uh, Shabbat Charlie will reach out to you Definitely. and let you know personally about the questions because you have some good questions. So as we are going to fish you at this interview up, mm -hmm. shout out to Part Tavern. Thank you very much for coming uh, to thank, this interview as well. But is there anything you want to say, anything you want to promote as we're now at the end of this interview, Champagne Charlie? Just support your indie wrestling. You yep. know what I mean? You know, these guys, so there are some people who do this as their full-time you know, job. You know what I mean? This mm -hmm. is their bread and butter and this is their passion as well. So yeah. support all wrestling, you know, and get to, you know, check it out. If you're not a fan, give it a try. You know, that's yeah. what I will say. You know, it's a great form of entertainment. And you'll have a great day out as well. Awesome. Where can the listeners find you on social media? Uh, find me at uh, you know, Champagne Charlie Vintage 92 on Instagram. Also follow you know, companies such as the actual BKW, Immortal Wrestling, mm -hmm. uh, CCW, um, IWE, you know, great you know, you know, you know, you know, companies, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And, uh, hopefully, there'll be some more stuff on the horizon very soon. Fantastic, fantastic. Going to shake your hand. Thank you for coming in. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Uh, shout out to Tom Davis, who. Uh, Help put this together as well. So uh, he's a good friend of mine. Um, he's assisting me with the show as well. He's currently working behind me. I don't know if he's made a cameo in this or not, but uh, <laughs> much appreciated, Tom. Thank you very much. But if you can all like this video, follow Champagne Charlie on his social media. I'll put the handles in the description below. If you can follow me on my social media handles, they'll be in the description below as well. Bloody hell, sorry. Just, there's people in the corner that kind of frame up a little bit. Um, but it's all good. It's all good. But for now, everyone, hope you all have a great weekend. Subscribe to the channel, see what I've got lined up, because I will be, uh, if you haven't seen already, I will be um, potentially wrapping up at 200 episodes, but who knows. But for now, everyone, take care. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. It is the GOAT, the best 20 old wrestler in the world, Ronin King, baby. And I'm on the What Do You Call It podcast. Yeah, I heard. Watch the episode and you'll get the reference.